All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slap me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. He plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a weirdo. Si, senor. I would like the Pollo Ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right, welcome to the latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Weeby. Francesco. Gentlemen. Welcome back, Scott. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You guys uh, tried to replace me? We tried and one week failed away. as usual. I'm kidding. Well, listen, no one can truly fill your shoes. Oh, that's so nice. Although we did fill your seat. You did. It's still a little warm, which is weird, but that's all right. Okay. Uh, yeah, no, thank you, Drew. Uh, Deadball Brothers Podcast. That's right. Drew, thank you very much for filling in. I thought he did a very nice job. He did excellent. Uh, he however, did. I do have a complaint. Oh, no. Of course. Way, way too much XG on last week's <laughs> I podcast. Knew I knew it. Leading me to think to myself as I was listening, XG... More like X or G, if you know what I'm saying, because that's what last week's podcast sounded like. Oh, man. That is disgusting. It was disgusting to listen to, but hey, it was good. (laughs) It was fine. I did have one other question, uh, because life's been busy. Uh I've been watching the matches and doing very little else. Um, I want to know one very important thing. Oh, man. Why are people calling Liverpool the unbearables? Uh, What's unbearable about Jurgen Klopp's smile? His hugs. Is it, is it bearables because of his bear hugs? Like, what's the no, deal here? No, it's the fans are unbearable. I have been nothing but nice to you, Dave. You are you are one of many unbearables. Hmm? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Oh, you want to see unbearable? You can enjoy the next 14 weeks, pal. Uh, I if can't that's, If that's what you're it's, wanting it's here. That, it's that it's I, ramping up. It is. It is. It's, it's slowly. That it's getting. It's that it's as as so the true. certainty of the title got, got yeah. was was it was more and more certain. It was increasingly, it was increasingly yes. unbearable. Yes. Here's the thing, <laughs> Scott. If you've it been was, modest for most of the year, which is great. I respect that. But now we're now we've turned that corner. The 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 corner was turned at, at Adrian as the signing of the. <laughs> That that was the yes, that was that was signing of the year. That was the moment. He absolutely was the signing of the the moment of the. I stand by it. So drunk on our own success that we are making (laughs) those kind of calls. No way, no way. Here's the thing, though. Once Liverpool actually mathematically clinches the title, it'll it'll diminish from there. It's like in five match weeks. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's gonna be amazing. But here's the other thing. It was in October. Well, I I no, but listen. For the last few seasons, when a club has won the title prior to the final game, uh, final game, final match, you know they'll have that guard of honor. You know, instead of the two clubs walking out together, the 
the other club will allow the champions to walk through this guard of honor. You know what I'm talking about, right? And I have been watching this for years, and I've been wondering, will I ever get to see my club walk through the opposing club's players on, on their way to the pitch? And the answer might be yes for like 12 matches. It's going to be amazing. Line it up right now. Assuming they keep their lead, in what match week and who are they playing and where? Can we look at that right now? No, because I don't care that much. It's early March. I just want to let it happen. I just want to let it happen. The countdown's on. Oh yeah, it's 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 more dire than the than the uh, the world. What's the atomic clock? What's the doomsday clock that just got moved to? I don't even know. You, oh, come on. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why do I even talk about news? Well, what news are you reading? That's what I want to know. Look, it's the it's the we'll talk about it some other day. All right, some other day. For today, we will talk about real things, real stats, real fantasy implications on what took place in the past game week, game week twenty four in the Premier League. We've got all sorts of things here. This is a loaded a loaded agenda, Dave. We have your Arsenal moment. I've got the Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week award. I've got a bad beat of the week. We're going to discuss the Dream Team, Injury Roundup, a points-per-pound update because that is very relevant at this point in the season. There's no doubt. We've got five January transfers to discuss. I'm bringing back my new segment, the Dumb Mass Move of the Week. Say that really fast, see what you get. Sports guessing for real, not the fake sports guessing you guys gave last week. (laughs) A mini-league update. We're going to talk about who you should bring in and who you should captain. Can we get on with this already? We can get on with this. I would just like to say before we get on with this, Dave, your chance of getting one of the biggest possible scores of all time legitimately could have happened in sports guessing because Jordan Henderson is a perfect sports guessing choice. You're right. And you had an option to do that. Yeah. And you passed. And now you realize what a dumb idiot you are. Well, I, I, you know what I did? It was a. As a dumb mass move of the week. Oh, well, that was a no. That was a uh, the no, opposite was, of mass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As we get started, I want to give you five really quick thoughts from game week twenty three. The game week you guys discussed while I was out. Five very quick things. Number five, I too felt the pain of Jamie Vardy's missed penalty kick. Uh. Zero points. I laughed though at the people who triple captained Jamie Vardy because we all know zero times three equals zero number four the palace curse for manchester city continuing that was crazy to see amazing that's the premier league at its best number three tamu puki keeps getting closer he got closer again in game week 24 more on that here in just a little bit oh yeah number two well hello there pitch side monitor it's so nice to see you We've only been screaming for it all season. It was a welcome sight. Number one, I chose to make this number one while I was sitting here after you made fun of me for Adrian. Allison's assist. Hello, guys. No mention of Allison's assist to Salah. Are we really at that point where we don't even mention Liverpool beauty when it happens? Scott, it was the equivalent of an open net uh, in hockey, and this is not a hockey podcast. So, I mean, whoopty frickin' celebratory do. No, it's I not. Mean, look, it's not that. I mean, I there's no doubt for form. I think the I think the issue was: Do you really want to make Allison your third option if you could pick someone for your double right. game week this That's week? That's fair. That's a good question. And already, if you had picked Allison as one of your people, you are probably hating yourself right now. But uh, no, you're right, Scott. In fairness, that is a rare occurrence. 
Yes. Uh, Dean Henderson has did it earlier this season. I think he was the only. Is he the only other goalkeeper to have done it? Henderson and Musay. Is that probably how that went? Would be my guess. Uh, very well could, could be. I just McBurney. know that he has one assist for this season, Dean Henderson. It was pure magic, and we were all terrible people for having neglected it, and I'm sorry, Scott. I just appreciate you using those words just now. That'll help me move on to game week 24. Let's talk about the game week 24 dream team. As always, there were some interesting names to show up on this dream team, and some maybe not so interesting Dave, however, I have to start with Dean Henderson. You must have been excited to see he was the top-scoring goalkeeper. I sure was, Scott. One small problem. Was he on your bench? He was benching it. (laughs) And you chose in place of Dean Henderson. I played Ramsdale instead of Dean Henderson. Wow. And uh, Ramsdale didn't get me too bad. Got me four points. That's not terrible because that means he got six assi- or six saves. That's that's great. Yeah, it's 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 decent, uh, but yes, it wasn't Henderson's eleven on my bench. I mean, come on, who's going to play? Honestly, who who's playing Henderson in that match? I'm I'm, I'm raising my hand. Well, and look, why, really? Yeah, of course I did. Sheffield did you have now. options. City. Uh, I I very seriously considered. Taking David Martin, who's my my second goalkeeper, I had enough money to do it, to make David Martin Darren Randolph, thinking that I could play the West Ham goalkeeper and at least get the potential for, I don't know, four points, to at least take the shot at him getting more than Dean Henderson, and I just decided not to. I decided to just make... I had two transfers. I made two transfers, and I said, I'm just going to roll with Dean Henderson and hope that they take a ton of shots on target. Sure. Which is valid. Okay. And and honestly, it was a great idea in hindsight. I mean, there's a no, penalty yeah. miss here. Yes. Uh, and so, obviously, that gave Dean Henderson uh, the majority of his points. It and was looking I, I, even better until Aguero scored very late well, the long goal say, of this match. I'm sure uh, a lot of people would have pointed this out. I know Drew mentioned it, uh, who was here last week, that Dean Henderson... Pretty lucky to uh, get away with being off his line. Uh, yeah, when are we going to see referees enforce that consistently? I don't care how it's enforced as long as it's, it's well as what, long as it's enforced consistently. What I'm not going to like is VAR getting involved with off the line guy. Like let's let's make that call in the field. Like I, then the referee needs to do it. I mean, VAR is already looking at the guys who enter the penalty box or the uh, the, yeah. the box early. That's fine. Which I like that. So if the referee wants to focus on the goalkeeper, then the referee should. Yeah. But let's get that right, or let's get it out of the out of the laws because it's it's ridiculous how I mean the the um, Ikoku, the the world feed announcer for this What'd match. What you say? Ikoku, the world feed announcer for this match, commentator. His immediate commentary following the penalty play was where like dean henderson's three yards off his line yeah he was way off it was obvious but in the end sergio aguero did get a goal the lone goal in this match you guys talked last week about how yes this matchup isn't great but you know drew was big on sergio aguero in the end that was of the right call anyone who owns sergio aguero at this point is not unhappy about that but he bails you out yeah he did i mean it's a bailout for sure i'm sure like like usual i mean you're as soon as you see the lineup and you see the player who costs you that much money is on the bench, you're immediately uh, rethinking a lot of things in your life. But <laughs> no, but he, I mean, that's great. He's that potent and he's playing at a high level. And I mean, I, I, we're just never going to learn. 
there is no end to this rotation, and so That's there is true. no there is no right answer here. The one thing I will say about Dean Henderson now that I love the bet that is uh, forthcoming in the next what five weeks, six weeks with uh, with Sheffield, it's guaranteed to disappoint. Uh, way too green, way too nice of matchups. Uh, I I feel like just on the basis of uh, bad cosmic luck that there is no way that Sheffield can produce in a way that's satisfactory given the uh, matchups that are coming up in the next six weeks. Okay. I'm assuming they're going to do bad, and I can't wait for a bunch of ones and twos from Dean Henderson for the next six weeks. Stop stop calling this into B. No. I need Henderson to... In- I need my Sheffield assets to roll. I understand that you have needs, Dave. I'm I saying have that needs. I I do not trust it even the slightest. Oh, hey, a uh, guy from uh, on the FPL. Uh, it was some dude they had on. I love uh, the specificity of this podcast. <laughs> some dude talking some, on one of those some videos guy about something said something arguing that uh, if there was a time to bail on Lundstrom, if you were considering getting rid of. Lundstrom, that this is as good of a time uh, as any. That because they had Just to, signed to cash in on his because they had stuff. because he's playing in a position where he now has competition, and he has had some disappointing matchups. Uh, that not that he's necessarily going to lose his spot, but that his starts may not be as consistent as they have been up to this point. I think it's valid. And like we've said a few times in the weeks leading up to this, uh, I'm only tying this to Dean Henderson, by the way, because right. it's Sheffield. Just so you have, for me, and like many people, if you bought him at 4.0, he is now 4.5. And as we've said a thousand times, there are lots of guys for less than four and a half pounds who are useful here. So They're just, useful, but look, are they giving you? And granted, and I guess that's the thing is, when was the last time that he's really given you some returns. It's to been. It's he's still been, after after Liverpool. He's still the top guy. I know, and he's gotten you one return in the last what five weeks, six weeks. So their their one nil shutout against West Ham is the last time he got you it's points. It's been a while, right? So I think the, I think the point is valid that if you see a team sheet come out next weekend and Lundstrom is fit and on the bench. I feel like you're going to see mass exodus the first time, especially going into a, a break. Moving into the defense of the Dream Team to help us frame our conversation of Game Week 24. And by the way, we are recording this while there's still one match in Game Week 24 yet to be played. The, West Ham, Liverpool. Yep. So this Dream Team is subject to change as we're discussing this. Come on, you Firminos. <laughs> but <laughs> another week, another Newcastle defender rotation in the Dream Team. Again, only Newcastle's defenders know how to score. This past week, it was Florian Lejeune. I, I have oh, I have geez. beef with both of you, Scott. When is it still already relegated Newcastle? Yeah. Okay, Brian. You said before. What What are the defenders going to do? Keep scoring? Yeah. Obviously, yeah. you know what they do. They're going to score and They're score. They're going to keep scoring. Well. The problem is there are five or six of them to choose from. Right. And they seem to be scoring in a rotation, <laughs> and then they promptly get injured. Mm-hmm. So Florian Lejeune right. is now orange triangle. Yes, sure, is, and not With no set return date for whatever his sure. groin or pelvic inju- injury is. I don't know that you were playing him uh, at Everton anyway, even if you had him. Maybe. Not if you have, not if you have Dominic <laughs> Calvert-Lewin, right? Right. 
which no, a lot but of I'm just do. like I mean, just look look through the list. Like so you're probably not owning Fabian share. He's too expensive. I, I, I did we ever say did we say Matt Ritchie's name out loud or was it post pod that thought, we talked about? I thought we said it Matt out Ritchie. loud. Uh, my. Because we brought it up because of, of penalties. I think I brought it up. I said, doesn't Matt Ritchie take penalties? Well, that's what we had to confirm, and that is a, that is confirmed. Not just free kicks, but he would be a penalty guy. So what as a, I'm saying as a is, listener this past week, I don't remember anything about Matt Ritchie. Right. I think it, was, I think it wasn't until after. Really? I had no, look, I hate to keep referring back to what I wrote down. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Ritchie did not reach the point of prominence, but there were things about it. No, it's, look, there's just too many guys. There's too many to pick from. And you're going to pick the cheap guys, which means you probably already had Federico Fernandez. If you were going to have one of these guys, it was probably Federico Fernandez. So Jamal LaSalle's is healthy again. You want to pick a guy now? LaSalle's is 4.2. Okay. So you want to pick a... He's probably got a goal incoming. Of course he does. Let's call it right now. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preemptively put him on the sports guessing team. That is a smart move because... Look at this run of fixtures that Newcastle is about to have. It's the reason why I really honestly don't hate Matt Ritchie for this run coming up. It's just a lot okay. of it's a lot of favorable matchups. And look, he's going to take free kicks. He's going to take corners. And if by some miracle of the universe they end up winning a penalty, he's probably going to take it. All right. I'm not owning him. No, that's that's hopefully the worst hey, advice we hear. Lascelles, hey, why is it terrible? I like advice? I like share. I like Lascelles, but I'm not going to own a Newcastle defender. I'm just not. Okay, even though they're going to score goals every six matches, I'm not going to. I'm All not right. going to own one. Fine. Uh, I want to move to Leicester four, West Ham one. Uh, I had the opportunity to listen to this match after the midweek game week had already been played, so it was fun to listen to you guys question Leicester after they had just returned to good Leicester form right. for at least this match. It was predictable. Three Foxes made the dream team. Ricardo Pereira, Iosi Perez, and Harvey Harrison Barnes. Scott, uh, what say you about the ring around Iosi? You were poo-pooing him. You poo-pooed him when we brought him up two weeks ago after he had a 10-13. and 13. Do you still own Jamie Vardy? Last five weeks... 10, 13, 2, 2, 15. Mm-hmm. No, I don't own Jamie Vardy. I had to sell him like everyone else. Like, and, because the dumb mass moves of the week were making me sell Jamie and Vardy. And then Perez only does well when Jamie Vardy is not yeah, playing. That's what I was going to say. Okay. The last five weeks of Jamie Vardy minutes, 0, 0, 90, 90, 42. And his best three weeks, I'm going to guess, are West Ham away, yes. Newcastle away, true. and home to West Ham. Yes. When and Right. I mean, I get it. It's fine. Iosi Perez is having that one stretch. This is his decore moment. This is Iosi Perez's decore moment. It he's, happens to be happening he's because... He's more than decore. He's decore plus. Okay. I get it. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll subscribe to decore plus All right. with Iosi Perez, but that's it. It's done. The moment Vardy's back... And the moment everyone's rushing to get Jamie Vardy back, you better get rid of Iosi Perez because the two of them cannot find success at the same time on that Scott, pitch. Scott, question for you. Yeah. Who has more fantasy points, uh, Iosi Perez or Harry Wilson? It's probably pretty close, uh, but probably Iosi Perez just because of the big weeks. It's actually not close. It's Perez by a lot. Who has more fantasy points, <laughs> Fleck <laughs> Why would you or Iosi Perez? John Fleck. Uh, Iosi Perez by a <laughs> ton. Um, who has more fantasy points, Kinming Sun or Iosi Perez? 
Oh, that's Perez. Perez by one and five less than Grealish. He is ninth in overall midfield scoring. The guy that you've yeah. been poo-pooing is ninth in midfield scoring. Do you know how many weeks Iosi Perez this season has scored more than three fantasy points? Probably five. Out of 24 matches, he has only scored more than three fantasy points six times. A okay. quarter of the weeks. Okay. When he scored, he scored big. Are you going to own IOC Perez for all 24 game weeks to this part of the season to get all of those points against all those other players you mentioned? No. Points are points. They are, but are you going to own Iosi Perez when he happens to get any of these points? I doubt there are very many people who are actively playing FPL who've gotten any of Iosi Perez's points, except maybe in the last couple of weeks because he's put three of those six good weeks this season in the last, in the last month. Yes. But again, that's only because it's coming at the expense of Jamie Vardy. No, thank you. Man, the smart money would have Pass. been the smart money would have been on Madison at the start of the season because he started at seven. Yeah, he's at um, seven six. No, and that's my issue with Ioz is that I I still I didn't sell Vardy. I, I wanted to see what happened with his injury, and I've stuck with James Madison this whole time. So I I mean. I get it. I mean, it's it's hard not to see Look, 15 points rolling in and think, hey, maybe I should get that guy. It, listen, we need to also start changing a little bit the way I think we've been giving advice and thinking, at least for me. If you are down in your league, you cannot catch up with having the same players that everyone else in front of you has. Hey. You have to have some differentials. Why not go with Iosi Perez as long as Jamie Vardy's out of that lineup? All right, let me ask you a question because you and I are both struggling this season. Yeah. When does that start? Because you're essentially right now, trying to play the if, lottery. If you don't make a yeah, move now, I would say now. you're then, playing the lottery, though. So it's yeah. sink or swim. It is all in or all like or nothing. Like You're saying now is the time with a good, what, more than a third of the season left to so play. So you can't have a team full. Okay. You can't, in my opinion, you cannot have a team full of differentials. You could. You need to have, I would say, half of your team, the heavy hitters that everyone else has. Okay. And then maybe... The Maybe other half. One, yeah, and then... Okay, and then, which which half are you picking your captain from? That's that's probably the ring dinger right there. Yeah. You love that term, Brian. Of course I love it. Um, I, I, I don't. I think that that's the million-dollar question is, yeah, you're going to have to take more risky captain's picks. And, and who knows? It might pay off for you. I mean, how many times this year have captains who we thought were going to do great did nothing? Yeah. So, you know... Hey. Why don't you just say Harvey Barnes again? Harvey Barnes. He's less than six pounds, and he's 0.7% owned. He doesn't great, even have great he doesn't even have one percent ownership right now. Great differential. Yeah, and he's going to play about the same minutes as Iosi Perez is. Yeah. Speaking of differential, moving on to Crystal Palace nil, Southampton two. The Saints keep rising up the table into the top half. Two performances led the way: Jack Stevens again and Nathan Redman. Redman. That might be a differential going well, out. Well, maybe Nathan, for like a two or three more weeks. Maybe. Nathan Redmond is the guy. He's a decoré. Well, but no. I mean, that was at the beginning. Of, he's you du- said no. No, he's no. way better than decoré. No, he's... <laughs> I he's, beg to differ. He is one of the disappointing, based on the end of this of last season's form. Nathan Redmond under Ralph Hasenhutl is, was... Was red hot. was was electric. Yes, and it was uh, extremely disappointing. But Southampton was extremely disappointing. All but Ings. So if Nathan Redmond can play the way he was playing for Ralph uh, a year ago, or less than a year ago, yeah, Nathan Redmond's definitely worth a look. 
But he's it's 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 you're again. It's like you said. That's a huge roll of the dice. That's that's lottery. That's the lottery, right? That there. is definitely the lottery. I do but like he Jack is playing Stevens, well, and he his good run continues. Yeah, Jack, that's that feels less like the lottery. Uh, Jack Stevens, if you're wild carding and you are not putting Jack Stevens into your wild card team, especially with this run of fixtures after Liverpool that Southampton have till the end of the season. It's the best case for Ings over any of the other Southampton players. And I would say you could legitimately have two or three if you wanted to make McCarthy your second goalkeeper. You could finish the season with three Southampton players. That's not horrible. I, I mean, I to me, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Very interesting. What do you say about Burnley players? Two more made uh, the dream team. Bet you didn't see this one coming. No. Uh, United losing to Burnley. 2-0. Wow, Mee, what an embarrassing loss. Ben Mee and Chris Wood. Here's the thing. Before we focus on Burnley, I know there's... I didn't even look, again, life, but I'm sure there was a mass exodus of United ownership following this match. But the reason why I've held, or at least thought about holding, I think I'm probably going to send out Martial before this podcast is over, but the reason why I didn't right away was because the FA Cup and, and you know me, Dave, I don't like talking about other competitions on this podcast. We are an FBL podcast. But United looked like they were trying to put some things behind them as they were destroying Tranmere in the FA Cup. So where do you currently stand on Manchester United players? I own Martial. I am not ready to sell him yet. I loved Rashford when I owned him. Uh, obviously, he's hurt. But United's had a wild year. Until Martial gets hurt, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with him for the next. Couple Even though he hasn't looked great, I mean he's he's a midfielder playing up front, yeah. At least start the matches, and he hasn't been great in the last couple of matches where he's had that opportunity. So in in the last, if he doesn't give me something, he, it, there hasn't going back to when he started when he started matches. He started off the year injured a little bit. Well, he got hurt. He always gets hurt a little bit, but. He never really truly goes three games without getting something. And he didn't get anything the last two games. And I mean something meaning offensive returns. His last five, he had an 8-2, eight, 8-2, two, eight, two, and 2. And before his first eight, he had a 15. So he's, he's, he's kind of due. And they're home to Wolves. Yeah, why not? Um, know, wolves, if anyone, Wolves will give up two goals in the first half, and then they'll come back and win in the second half and score three goals in the last ten minutes. There was, they are the cardiac kids. There is nothing about Martial's performance against Burnley that was all that bad, except that he, you, I mean, everything about it is the thing you want to see. I mean, he took five shots. Yep. So Sterling took five shots last week. Only Salah and Neil Mope took more shots than he did this past week. So... I want him to play 90 minutes. I want him to take three of his five shots in the box. I like. I want that. That's the Martial we want to see. I can't believe Mason Greenwood didn't start. Uh, to me, is just baffling. So I, I would expect that with a, a week break, uh, or you know, from a league break anyway, that those two should get back into it because they'll need it. They need to do it. Brian, is there anything about Burnley that we need to say that hasn't already been said? Yeah, Chris Wood is really good. We mentioned at least. I mean, we threw out in the list of... We joke about him all the time. Well, no, he's been one of the best... He has been one of the best strikers in the Premier League this season. He he just keeps being really stable and good. So 
No, that's what I mean. That was my question. You know, kind of the question last week. Like, which Burnley is this? Is this the 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 heart of the champion? Like, this is you know tough, hard working uh, Burnley coming back into play, and they figured out how they're gonna they're gonna re- rediscover the form that got them where they are, or you know, were they just gonna skid into the championship? And it seems like they're picking back up again. So, I mean, it helps when Ben Mee doesn't do idiotic dumb, dumb things. things. But no, Chris Wood, Chris Wood and Jay Rodriguez, that's working. Might be Jay Rodriguez is a. I think Dave, you'll like this. Just that he's, I think a little I love obviously more dynamic than Ashley Barnes. I love this already. Yeah, I've enjoyed Jay Rodriguez even going back to his Southampton days. Can I use that as a little bit of a transition back? Because there's one thing I forgot about Crystal Palace nil Southampton two. Yeah. I want to give out the Christian Benteke Wasteful Player of the Week award from well, that holy crap, particular match. Of course, we got to go back and do that. Why wouldn't we do it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's something about Crystal Palace forwards, and I know Christian Benteke is still currently a Palace forward. It is. It, it's like when a forward goes to Crystal Palace and plays there, they get a little Benteke on them. Mm. Like a little Benteke rubs off and gets on them, and all of a sudden they get a case of the wasteful misses. Jink Tosun experienced that this past week. Skying one into row double J. Double J for Jink. Okay. I'm giving out the Christian Benteke Baseball Player of the Week award to his fellow forward. New signing earlier this month, Jink Tosun. Aw. Welcome to Crystal Palace. Welcome to Crystal Palace. <laughs> All right, I want to move on to Jordan Henderson. He is the Liverpool player that you mentioned earlier. He's the only one in the Dream Team so far through one match. This was Wolves 1, Liverpool 2. Dramatic win for Liverpool. But before we go any further, and I I doubt there's anything super serious to talk about with Jordan Henderson aside from sports guessing, I want to give out the uh, FPL bad beat of the week here. Uh, Can I I go from one segment right to the next? Is that all right, Dave? Is that allowed? Yeah, sure. All right. Can't touch this. I own, gladly, happily, and proudly, in my fantasy lineup, Raul Jimenez and Adama Traore. Nice. As you should. I I salute you. That's the first first time I'm saluting your fantasy lineup. You're a jerk. That's not true. (laughs) Don't give me a bigger complex. No, no, no. Listen, I'm serious. I would love... I said said last week, I got to figure out a way to get Adama Traore into my team. Adama Traore deserves all the credit in the world. How much better has his skill gotten? Yes, from that's last exactly my season. point. It's not even just last season. You know, a couple of seasons ago, typically when players get to the senior level for any club, they are what they are. Yeah. Like they might get a little bit better here and there, but well, if, their strengths if are their they're strengths. Younger, if they're younger, eh, their strengths are their strengths, and their weaknesses are their weaknesses. That typically is the way it works. But Adama Traore. His his ball handling, his skills, passing, hand passing, his weighted oh passes. Oh my gosh! His footwork. I mean, credit to that guy. He has truly turned himself into a desirable product on the transfer. Who's market. not looking at that guy? Man, speed, strength, yeah, footwork. He's and, got all three. And you'll be happy to know, uh, Wilfred Zaha and players like him, Eden Hazard, stuff like that, have dominated the dribbling category for attacking players for a while right there's a new number one there's a new dribbling sheriff in town and it's adama traore yes it is and they i give him all the credit in the world you know who who, what we were wrong he reminds me of who does he remind you of 
the transition from Chelsea Salah to the guy who showed back up three years ago at Liverpool Salah. Listen, we no, were. Hold, hold on a second. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I'm not. a massive transition. Yeah. That and honestly, they have a lot similar style of play. Their body types a little different. Body types different, but <laughs> r- r- like silly speed. Yeah. Salah's strong when he wants to be. I mean, I saw him with his shirt off this past week. He's a chiseled Egyptian goddess. I, I would god. Yeah. Goddess. I'm going to leave it a goddess. I No, he, he's chiseled, I man. Take, I take his body. Oh, my gosh. Uh, yeah. I was hold drooling. On. Hold Go on. Ahead. Hold on, Ryan. Uh, we weren't wrong when we made fun of Adama Traore for only being able to run forward three years ago. Uh, right, yeah. We were right about that. No, at it the was time, silly. we were dead yeah. on right. Full credit to him for being a... He was so good that this was Adama Traore versus Liverpool, and he was holding his own against Liverpool for 90 minutes. He was drawing so much attention around Well, he him. had the ball the whole time. I was going to say, all, I thought that... He was making Robertson Who even played stupid. on the left side? Who was even on their left side? Well, it made, didn't matter. I was yeah. going to say... It was all through Adama Traore. It felt like they had a shot to win... I mean, they obviously had a shot. Oh, to for win. sure. They easily could have let one. If, I was if, scared. If that yeah. game had, if it had ended two one Wolves, it, no one would have been upset about that. It would have been a story, but I you felt like have been it should have been. No. A, a, Wolves deserved a draw. Is but what it, it felt like. Yeah, they did. But it, but, but, but they didn't. But, but, but you know what champions clutch. do? You know, know what champions do, Dave? I, I they hate win. It. They I, grind I, out oh, matches. Here we go. Listen, I'm no, terrible. no way! Right. I am right. I've said this for years. Uh, no, no, no. I know. All right, but well, hear, hear me on I this. Support you. Hear me on this. Are you? I hope you're not still playing the bad beat of the week music. Oh, I hope not. Because I want to go back to this. I own both of them. You can't touch this. Yes. Raul and Traore. Okay. I benched both because they're going up against Liverpool. And there's a little bit of Homer in that. I will no, gladly admit. No, I do this though. I agree with you. Where like if I'm playing, especially if I, if I don't like playing. Well, hey. I guess if, if you had defensive Liverpool assets, like why play defensive Liverpool yes. assets? And I have Trent Alexander Arnold. Trent Alexander Arnold, who gives and, you offensive. And return. you're nah. not. And you're not dumb because Traore had a net negative transfer. You know that a is net dumb. sales. Last week he was a, a net minus of seventy two thousand. Yeah, that's dumb. So no, and Jimenez was more. So I mean, that's I, stupid. Of course you're. That's look, stupid. No, it's not. It's the color coded <laughs> matchup <laughs> system. <laughs> telling, Which is also stupid. Telling everyone what you, to do. You know that's stupid. Of that course I know it's stupid. System. No, but here's the deal. I benched them both, and I was like, surely, even if one of them scores. It gives returns against Liverpool. If that happens to happen, well, someone in my squad probably won't play in a midweek game week, and they'll come in off my bench. Guess what? They stayed there, huh? Wolves score the goal. Of course it was Traore to Raul. Sure. And a, a and, beautiful goal, by the oh, way. Oh, it was wonderful. And guess who stayed on my bench? Both Raul and oh, Traore. Man, that stinks. All 13 points stay on my bench. That's my FPL bad beat of the week. Yeah, that is a great a great bad beat. All right, let's talk about Spurs. Delhi Ali returns. Spurs 2, Norwich 1. Ali makes the Game Week 24 dream team. Brian, is it bad for me to think that like Spurs should have done more in this match? I mean, a win's a win, right? So I'm not I'm not hating and dumping. No, no of course it, not. It's against like score more goals against Norwich. No, of course, but that's what we. I mean, that's what that was what we talked about last week. I mean, that has been the issue: is 
they're not scoring goals. This from isn't anywhere. a surprise. They're grinding right now. They are they are working for everything they get. And a two one win against Norwich is nothing less than what you would expect. But right now, you really shouldn't expect much more than a two one win against Norwich. Honestly, the next four to six matches aren't that great for them. And even at Aston Villa is not a gimme. So. I'm. I don't own a single Spurs asset, and I don't plan I, to. Go I to wouldn't them. be rushing to get Sun or Delhi for the upcoming week, but I would be more. I mean, I will definitely be more tempted in two weeks at Villa. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's just a question of who. Like, this is you want to talk about differentials. Sun is eight percent owned. Yeah, that's that's, that's low point. for someone who is Sun's caliber of player. <laughs> caliber, I, yes, I, but but current Spurs form, Mourinho Spurs, the way they're st- like st- defensive Spurs, defensive Spurs, trying and, to be and sorting out the midfield Spurs. Yeah, like still trying to figure out what yeah what the formula is here. Although right. now, if Erickson is gone, that's one big headache out of the you know out of the lineup, uh, not having to cater to him or find minutes for him. But then the question will be, who's replacing that creativity? Is Lo Celso ready to step up? He wasn't up? being creative though, all year, though. Well, he was creative enough. I mean, he's more creative than anyone else they had. And in the moments that he was actually trying, it was a major difference. So, no, I mean, that's it's a hole that they've known they've, they're going to need to fill for a while here. And whether or not they have the pl- personnel to do it now, I mean, it, it might still be just a, a slug for he, them. Through 24 games, he had two goals and two assists. So, I mean, I, I just – and I grant – I listen, I know you can't completely judge creativity on that, and we can agree to, uh, to disagree, but I just – I don't I – think, I think that locker room will be free of headaches, and you might actually get a better Spurs product on the field. There's still one big headache in that locker room. You know what his name is? <laughs> Jose Mourinho. <laughs> Jose Mourinho. No way, man. <laughs> He's the chosen one. He's still <laughs> Jose Mourinho. <laughs> He's still Jose Mourinho. That was the Game Week 24 Dream Team. I want to transition into another result, maybe the result outside of Liverpool this past game week. Dave. Yeah! Chelsea 2. Arsenal 2. Crazy, right? Storylines aplenty. Man. Tell us about it all in your Arsenal moment. Well... Number one, I hate Chelsea Football Club, <laughs> and uh, I always have beef against them, and, and and that'll probably never change. Going into this match, I'm all over it. Uh, I'm waiting to see what this new uh, Arsenal will do. And Scott, what happens right off the bat? There is Mustafi a messes Mustafi it up for Mustafied. everybody. Yes, he did. And he Louise gives Louise. A, a horrible back pass. Yep. I don't know. I'm not sure what what David Luiz much more could have done. I mean, I watched this play, and it was interesting because on our Slack workspace, on first, I didn't think he hardly touched him and fouled him. Yeah, but then I saw him bundle into like the back of his thighs, right? So like a lot of the a lot of our friends on our Slack workspace were saying David Luiz was to blame here. I just saw Mustafi's error leading to Luiz doing what had to be done. I blame this entirely on Scroden Mustafi. It, absolutely, and that's what. I, and that's I, why I, karma came back to get him today. That's weird, but yes, uh, that, weird and true. Anyways, uh, I, I think some people were arguing that Mustafi was actually back in in front of goal, so that that the dog so or you know whatever uh, Andrew Ref, where are you? I need you to tell me how that what that is. But right. you know, denial of goal denial scoring. denial yeah. of goal scoring <laughs> opportunity. But 
that that would wouldn't have rang true because Mustafi had gotten himself back in front of goal by the time or was very close by the time Luis made a foul. Anyways, bottom line is red card. Dave Luis gone. Jorginho steps up, does a little hot step, skip, and scores. So Arsenal from then on out is down to ten men. Now Arteta, it looked they were going to make some moves and they decided not to, and it ended up working out better for Arsenal. They moved Xhaka back to center back next to. Mustafi at this point, and you're thinking this just has disaster written all over it. Um, but they hang in there, and uh, Martinelli Brian comes up with a goal that rivals, yeah, uh, either lengthwise. It doesn't when, when Sun did it for Spurs earlier in the year, he dribbled through what felt like an entire Burnley team. Um, but Martinelli here off a corner, Mustafi heads it from his own six yard box out to Martinelli. Who takes it from there? Mustafi got the assist on the play and dribbles all all the way down the field and slots at home in front of Kepa. And now a, a ten man Arsenal team's only down or, or is drawn even. Yeah. Well, fast forward a little bit here. Great cross on a set piece by Hudson Adoy. Aspilicueta uh, scores a near post. Wags his tongue, looking like a fool. <laughs> and talk about karma, Brian, because about three or four minutes later, after Hector Bellerin comes down the right side and cuts in poor Tammy Abraham who had just slid into the into the board and sprained his ankle couldn't hardly play defense kind of stumbled and uh, Bellerin was able to rip a shot off and ironically and and Scott you'll love this as as the, the soccer gods uh, continue to rule over the sport a year and two days is when Bellerin against Chelsea blew his ACL and he scores the goal to draw them level. Hector Bellerin looked good. He does look good. And he was wearing the captain's armband. Yes, he was. Um, so, it, man. Well, look, that's only because Aubameyang's still out. That's right. Right. That's right. So, look, I'm, I'm, look, as an Arsenal fan, I'm excited. That was a big draw. I mean, I know, it, it, look, there's good draws and bad draws, but for Arsenal, being 10 men most of the game to come back and draw that, being down twice and to level it, hey, that, that's awesome. I just want to say this, and, and then I'll let, let it go. Fantasy-wise, Martinelli at 4-5 continues to start. It's probably worth a look. His last two games, he scored eight. He scored in the last in each of his last two games, but I just want to say this: Arsenal. Everyone talks about, especially in cup matches. Oh, you know they're going to play some of the kids. I just want to go through the lineup, and these are all guys who are playing for Arsenal a ton of minutes this year, and there's six of them, twenty and under: Joe Willock, Guendozi, uh, Reese Nelson, Saka, and Martinelli, and then uh, Eddie and Ketia, who they brought back from Leeds. Uh, is 20 years old as well. So, anyways, they, they just got a, a good group. You could also add Pepe, Tierney, Holding, Torreira. All those guys are under 25. I'm just pumped, man. I'm pumped because of the manager, the way, the way those young guys have been playing. And um, Was Martinelli's goal good enough to keep him a spot with Aubameyang available for the weekend? Does Lacazette get a rest here? Maybe. Maybe. That's a good call. Um, and or maybe Martinelli playing, takes over for playing, Pepe. They're playing away, so at, at that already is a is, right. is a nail in Lacazette's Lock, coffin. I would right. I, I I wouldn't be surprised it at all. Surprise you? Yeah. Now, Martinelli, Lock, or Martinelli this, Aubameyang. Lacazette didn't play much today. Arsenal played uh, FA Cup match today. They beat Bournemouth two zero two one, and I don't think Lacazette came into the game today. I'm pretty sure Martinelli played almost the entire match, so or close to it. So. I don't know, Brian. Maybe, 
Well, do you think that it's not a bad move considering a lot more people own Sergio Aguero? That it's not a bad move if you're going to have someone that expensive to make it to a balance Bami- it with to a- make it a bombing instead. Like uh, all things considered, the the look they play at Burnley, a resurgent Burnley here recently, but it's still Burnley. Aubameyang, his history against Burnley is well documented. He only scores braces against Burnley. <laughs> okay. So all right. So you want a differential captain for the weekend? Go by Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, arrested Aubameyang, who's angry about getting a. Uh, Let, a completely he, fair red card. Yeah, well, no, he's angry about letting his team down. <laughs> right. So he's going to play against a team that he only scores braces against. And then uh, after that, they play home to Newcastle and home to Everton. And then other than Manchester City, it's uh, a, a pretty nice run of matchups. Hammers, Brighton, Southampton, Norwich. Uh, at Wolves, not great. But by then, you're in April. So uh, Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang, uh, for me... Seems a savvy choice. I agree. Going into this weekend. Yeah. Dave, we are 24 game weeks into the season. Well, just about. I mean, we've played, what, 239 of the matches. We're about to get the 240th after we record this. We already said this, West Ham and Liverpool. But at this point in the season, points per pound, something that we have been talking about for the last couple of years... Uh, something that we were tracking really closely to start the season. But honestly, Dave, I've stopped tracking so closely because Fantasy Premier League stole it from us. They've got their you know points per million or whatever, which is essentially the same thing. But this is the time of the season where this is a very relevant stat. Who are the guys who are bringing the most value over the course of the season? Yep. I'm going to give you three goalkeepers, the top three, all of them with a points per pound over 20, 20 or higher, which is crazy high. Okay, I like this. Nick Pope. That's surprising. Dean Henderson. Not surprising. Ben Foster. Not surprising. And those are the top three goalkeepers, right? Wow. Moving into the defense. Ben Foster, by the way, in the resurgent Watford, that's interesting. It's not a bad choice. No, it's that's not a, That's a set it and forget it goalkeeper. You're going to get some bad weeks, but you're going to get some really good weeks. Shockingly, that's true. Yep. The top ten defenders all come from three clubs. I know you could guess them. Uh, Sheffield. Yep. Uh, come on, just say it. What? I'm not, no, I don't think Liverpool makes that. I think their guys score too much. I doubt it. Or their, their prices are too just high. Just say the name, at I'll, least. I'll say Leicester. Yep. I guess it may be Liverpool. Yeah. Okay, all right. Come on. Five Dave. blades still make up the top ten with Lundstrom and Baldock one and two. Yeah. Virgil's third. Alexander Arnold's fifth. Uh, and then three Leicester defenders are in seven, eight, nine. Evans, Soyuncu, and Pereira. Ricardo. Yeah, exactly yeah. right. In the midfield, number one, Todd Cantwell. Not wow. entirely surprising. No, it's not. Guess who's number two? New pod favorite. Traore. Adama Traore. Yeah. John Man. Fleck is in here. Iosi yep. Perez is in here. So is Jack Grealish. I was going to guess Grealish. I thought Grealish might be a little higher than that. But. Look, if you wanted to dump all your money. His in, price is in, higher. In, That's in certain areas, if you want to load up with like Aguero, Obama Yang, and I don't know. Someone. Why would you? Well, I mean, well, I get it. Well, I get look, it. No, you, never could mind. You not, could you not have a midfield of, of Traore, <laughs> Perez, Grealish? I mean, I wouldn't have Iosi. Well. I'm telling you, Iosi is a terrible. I'm choice, telling but. you, you could right now have a, a midfield of Jack Grealish, uh, Traore, Salah, KDB, and Anthony Martial, and also have Obama Yang and Roberto Firmino. 
Brian just I, he's listed his team. team. Yeah. As I'm thinking. <laughs> As I'm clicking on X's and transfer possibilities. Yeah. No, I'm just saying like there are I'm ways to No, they're just team. I'm just saying there are ways to construct. Uh, one of the things I I saw uh even last week I cleared my defense except Trent Alexander-Arnold. Cleared Lundstrom out, put everyone that's over $5. Took Citib- I have Sidibe from Everton in there currently. Why? Because he had been getting tons of bonus points and been playing really well for Even a while. Even in Ancelotti's there. Everton? Yeah, he's been playing a ton. All right. That with a defense of Trent Alexander-Arnold and Jack Stevens, Mason Holgate, uh, Brandon Williams, and pick another cheap guy. We just said a couple guys. Jamal LaSalle's for the next few weeks. Right. No. But well, I, I'm just saying four point, point, he's four but points, but he's 4.2. What I'm saying is That's they're... cheaper than I expected. Exactly. I said it a little bit ago. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't listening. What I'm saying is just by doing that and going kind of uh, defense minimum, I put two over two pounds in the bank. I'm just saying there is a possibility of having a, a viable, right. playable defensive team for way less than like... Definitely less than thirty overall pounds for the total for the totality of your team. I, I, there are a lot of really good cheap options, is what I'm saying, and I think you know you can do it. The matchups for some of these teams work. I, I'm I'm saying like you want to go cheap on a, a goalkeeper, go get Alex McCarthy. Just stick him in there. Yeah, right play, now. Yeah. A, play a four point four goalkeeper. Maybe transfer in somebody on a wild card for you know if you're gonna bench boost at some point towards the end of the season. Sure, but I'm just saying like the the options are are great. If you wanted to throw a ton of money uh, in midfield and forward, you there are options to do that. Speaking of cheap options, though, if you wanted to do that at forward, here's your points per pound. Yes, top five at forward. Of course, Tamu Puki still holding down number one. Danny Ings. sharing it with Danny Ings. Okay. That's exactly right. Uh, Jordan Ayew still holding tight. Really? Tied with Raul Jimenez. Yep. Two very different prices equal, though, in value. Says a lot about Raul and his returns. And then Tammy Abraham making up the top five. Yep. Tam, Tammy's been slumping, and now he's now he's dinged up. Yeah, this is speaking to the season, so now is probably not the time on Tammy Abraham. But up until now, or just not too long ago, he was obviously a very hot choice. Rashford has a timeline of March 7th. I just saw that. I'm not sure until that, a minute ago I was aware of that. So just All right. wanted to throw that out there. Harry Kane expected back April 4th, Brian. Not that anyone cares. Brian, uh-huh. what I care about, you wanted to discuss the schedule. Because now, as we get into the final third of the season, this is when the FA Cup starts to make a difference in who's playing when. There are going to be some blank game weeks for some clubs. There are going to be some double game weeks when those FA Cup matches affect the Premier League schedule and result in a rescheduled Premier League match. Double game weeks are something that we always debate during the final third of the season on this podcast. Can't wait. Yeah, the the double match week for this podcast, the double match week rubber match is this season. It is this season. It's worked (laughs) once in each of your favors, and now it's time to decide. Oh, wow. It actually technically worked in my favor last year. No, it didn't. Because Dave had such a bad double game week experience. Personally, you versus me, I still won. Even though the overall stats said, what, what ha- go you with your what approach. Happened? I don't remember. I what... won by like three points. Oh, okay. It, it wasn't much. Right, but, but, but I still overall, beat you. But, but overall, on the whole, stats a, showed 
your approach is better than mine. Just you your just, approach uh, gotcha. not done your way. Sure. You just picked dumb. Yeah, I you was did. Stupid. Yeah, you did. So we're getting to that point. Now we're only we're still about five game weeks out yes. from the FA Cup fifth round potentially yes. affecting the Premier League schedule. And we don't know all of the Premier League clubs who will be impacted by this yet, whose matches yes. will be canceled. But or no, I'm sorry, not canceled, but postponed, right. rescheduled. But why do you think now is the time for us to start paying attention to this? Well, because the matches that already happened will dictate a lot about what happens in match weeks 28, 31, and 34. So tomorrow and Wednesday. So mark those three down. So, yeah, and this is, all, uh, thanks to, I mean, FPL official had a really great short video about this uh, earlier today. But hey, thanks just, for watching those for us. By well, the way. no, I'm just. I mean, they 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 occasionally will have uh, helpful, helpful information. Occasionally. I'm not saying occasionally in like an insulting way. I'm just saying that sometimes no. it's they, occasionally it's, you watch them and you realize, I, I'm oh saying, wait, I've heard this before, and then you realize right. it was on our podcast. And there are certain <laughs> times where it's like, hey, the most transferred in player is this, and the most transferred out is that. To me, that's not particularly helpful. It's just content. Sure. And, we are all content uh, right. uh, leeches right. now. <laughs> um, now, so week 28 uh, will be whatever is the result of the EFL Cup, the Carabao Cup, which tomorrow Leicester and Aston Villa play. Wednesday, Manchester, uh, the Manchester Carabao Derby uh, happens. So in week 28, the opponents for Leicester... Aston Villa, Manchester United, and Manchester City are as follows. Leicester would play Norwich. Sheffield plays Aston Villa. Everton plays United, Manchester United. And Arsenal plays Manchester City. Are you taking any bets on which of those matches are going to get postponed because the opponent is not available? Yeah, I mean, a City match. I, I mean, I've, I think we assume the top choice would have to be Leicester... Leicester will beat Aston Villa and Manchester City will win against Manchester United. So in that case, week 28, you're talking about the postponement of Arsenal, City. Arsenal and City yeah. and Norwich Leicester. Yeah. You add either of those matchups. I say those are both green matchups for those teams. For definitely right. for City and definitely for Leicester. So those matches potentially being rescheduled at a later time that's double weeks where you're going to want to i assume you would want to maximize your not city. against this new arsenal team brian well i'm just saying <laughs> depending on where it falls no i know but that's this is a that's a there's goals in there they might not, arsenal by that time might not even have center backs available <laughs> so yeah honestly it, the best thing for them might be to have to put a couple of holding midfielders back there Look, they, they, and they, I don't mean Rob Holding. By no, the way. They, they've already been playing Saka, Mart, uh, Maitland Niles. They've been playing. I suppose it's position. possible that Manchester United pulls the upset. Possible, maybe far fetched. But even then, United at Everton. Look, Pep's trying to win trophies because he knows he's not winning the the Premier League trophy. Right, Scott. United so, is playing at Everton. I don't see that as particularly appealing for either club. And Villa and Blades. Aston Villa playing against Sheffield is. Least appealing? No, I, I just feel like that's the the worst matchup. Either way, you have that upcoming here. Yeah, you know, we'll get the results of that. We'll know by the end of the, the end of the day Wednesday. Weeks thirty one and thirty four though are the quarters and semis of the FA Cup, and so 
the clubs that are left, Leicester, Norwich, this, the ones that are still in, Leicester, Norwich, Sheffield, Chelsea, both Manchester's, and Arsenal. So out of those, Arsenal is really the one, I think. They play Southampton away in week 31, I think. Yeah. So that's as far as we, you know, you can look ahead a little bit beyond that. But the rest of the matchups are, oh, Leicester plays Brighton in yeah. week 31. Also, a, a, another good matchup potentially for Leicester to play in a double week. We know for sure that, that Tottenham, Southampton, Liverpool, and Newcastle have replays next Tuesday and Wednesday. Uh, Scott, are you ready to assume that the, uh, the little kids beat Shrewsbury? No. But I don't think it matters. If it's they do, Anfield, they're not losing to Shrewsbury. If you they do, know, man. If they do, they. I mean, Lovren, play... Lovren's not on the U twenty threes, right? They got Curtis Jones out there. It, is Lovren on the U twenty threes? They got Curtis Jones. Okay, okay, that's not my question. Is Dejan Lovren playing <laughs> for the Liverpool U twenty threes? I don't know. I, I doubt let's it. Hope not. No, is the answer, which means Liverpool will be fine. <laughs> okay, so sure. But Klopp doesn't care. The start, like I guess, the only issue to your point is, are they going to play or not? Right? Because if they're going to play, the starters well, will play. So he's saying that first teamers will not play the replay. So you know that going into it. If but will they? Will he change his mind in the fifth round when they play? When Chelsea? they play Chelsea? No, he'll be glad that they will go ahead and get out of this competition. I. You think I'm wrong? Not so fast, my friend. All right. I. It's trophy-winning time of the year for Liverpool. Okay. I think that, listen, they are on, they have a chance at doing something. There's no guarantee that if you bring the same team back next year, you're going to be in this type of a position in all these competitions. Dude, you cash in when you can. You play these competitions. If Klopp mails it in against Chelsea, he's a freaking fool. You win. Try to win as many titles as you can. Set records, man. That's what this is about. Listen it's not, now. And you listen. What? You already got the Premier League title wrapped up. What do you? What else are you trying to do? You're win trying more titles. You're trying to set yourself up to win the title again next year. That's what you're trying That's to do. That's stupid. Jurgen Klopp is that not, is so stupid. <laughs> it is not stupid. It, you you're worried about next year? Absolutely. Bullshit. No uh, way. That, Clearly, Scott come, Scott, come on. Do you run your guys ragged this season to try to win meaningless trophies? Are you telling me you'd want to get meaningless trophies? No trophies are meaningless. It's only meaningless if you don't win one. All right? And then you're like, oh, that's meaningless. Right? That's silly. Are you telling me? I am a fan. If you were Jordan Henderson and you got to the end of the season and you looked back and thought, you know what? We really could have given it more in this competition. We really could have won more titles. Wow, we are friggin' idiots. No, he's not going to say that. That Scott, he's going to get ready. This he's going to be ready. insanity. No, it is not. No one has played more minutes than Firmino, Mane, and Salah. Jurgen Klopp is not going to sacrifice the long term just to win an FA Cup in the short term. There is no guarantee. There's True. no guarantee. True. You win when you can. I agree that there's no guarantee. But you can at least give yourself like, the best chance. It's just like the Club World Cup. Yeah, sure. A lot of people say oh, it's a stupid competition. But you know what? You know what you got to do to get there? Win the Champions League. So you know what you do? You go play in that friggin' tournament 
Because just winning that title is something that you can only do after you win the Champions League. Sure. Is there a guarantee you're going to win the Champions League? Hell no. <laughs> Scott, you got to. Uh, I'm done. You got to win, my opinion, when you can. And Liverpool is in the best form with with players that are playing so far above their talent at times. And and do what you can while it's going, while the iron is hot, strike, win the titles, set records, do <laughs> that no one will ever do again, and then you know, and then you're done. And who cares about next year, in my opinion? So couldn't the ans- disagree more. So the answer is maybe. <laughs> There we go. Perfect. That's perfect. That's this perfect. is why Brian's here, by the way, isn't yeah. it? That's well. Well said. Yeah. All right. I want to argue more, but probably people don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, so let's go ahead and move Spurs on. Spurs or Saints will play Norwich. But at the moment, right now, for week 31, the only match we know for sure that is going forward is Burnley and Watford. Okay. Liverpool played Crystal Palace. That's up in the air. Southampton play Arsenal. Arsenal uh, could be up in the air. Well, Arsenal is in for sure. Spurs and West Ham, that's up in the air. Newcastle in their replay is up in the air. So there's just it just seems like there's a lot of uncertainty. Uh, I have a feeling week 31 is going to be the uh, free hit. The week. blank week, the free hit. Or the week that we, Scott and I, will argue on free hit or not. Or you try to get some Watford and, and uh, Burnley guys now. Right. Slowly steer your team towards Watford and Burnley sacrifice for week five weeks of, Sacrifice five yeah. weeks of results for that one game week. <laughs> yeah, that's that's why I can't stand. Never mind. We've got five weeks to wait for this I argument. All, All right, right. Look, hold on. The the fact is though, there's a lot. You know, the 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 near certainty that Manchester City and Arsenal are going to advance. Uh, since they play Sheffield Wednesday and Portsmouth, respectively. like you, you could look ahead maybe to Week 34 and say that pretty certainly Manchester City and Arsenal will have yet another double week for Week 34. So there is, I mean, I, this is, and it's a little bit of it's the reason looming. why. Yeah, there, there are going to be some decisions to be made, but I would say right now Week 31 is looking like a really th- a thin week based on what's going on, so... Uh, Can't wait to play my free hit. That I way. was gonna say, I it might be a near certainty that you'll have. <laughs> there might not be enough teams available Look, to if play. If I only this. have like five players available, there's no option but the free hit. Oh, or just say, you know what? I'm gonna get six points. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go get one guy and hope. Triple but captain him. Chris Wood, come on down. That, That's right. That is the antithesis. Is the old triple captain for that week. All right, the end is near. We've got a few things left to do. This is how we've been wrapping up our pods lately. I'm excited to do this. First of all, I'd like to point out how the masses are dumb. It's what I have started calling the dumb mass move of the week. All right, love it. There's a player. uh, No, no, no. I don't even want to mess around with this. Dave, is there a reason why you would transfer out Kevin DeBrowna right now? Ooh. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't because you're a dumb person and part of the masses. You're right. I wouldn't, but 
But I can see some people doing it just because he hasn't scored, even though he's got some offensive returns. And mm-hmm. Brian, that mm-hmm. that red upcoming city schedule, it looks Ooh. very lo- no, you know, ominous. No one's more scared of scoring goals against teams rated in red yeah. than Manchester City. Yeah. yeah. So Kevin DeBrowna comes off a seven. Yeah, sure. Nine, two, and seven in his last three. Right. They're going to Spurs. Is that Spurs defense so vaunted that they need to be concerned about no. Kevin DeBrowna playing at this new Spurs stadium? Not unless Tang- the new White Hart Tanganga. Yeah. Okay. Listen, <laughs> if right. it was Spurs at City, Spurs would probably play better. For some, whatever reason, Spurs suck at White Hart this year. I don't You're know. only supporting yeah, my point. Yes, White Hart more. Lane. They are terrible there. Isn't it the new White Hart? I, do they, I don't think they call it White Hart. They Lane should. Anymore. Currently, Kevin DeBrown's price has not gone down, but he is at negative 150000 in terms of net transfers. Sounds like a dumb mass move of the week. That is the dumb mass move of the week, yeah. Dave. That is the dumb mass move of the week. KDB owners, what are you doing? What come are you on, doing? Come on, people. It's not like there haven't been any returns. He's had three return, four returns in the last six matches. I would just like to remind everyone that uh, every Spurs Manchester City match of the past like two years has been one of the most enjoyable things that you could see. <laughs> True, fact. Uh, and if you are especially in the last Spurs City match, if you are a City fan, you were. Uh, it was a marvel, and you were angry because the final shot tally was thirty to three in favor of Manchester City. Dave, and and, why? and KDB was not playing as I don't think as advanced as Ugh. he was early in the season as he is now, and he still took four shots against uh, Tottenham last. KDB's time. price is going to end up going down if this continues, and that is another reason why the masses are dumb. It's crazy, and it's affecting the FPL market in negative ways. All right, let's stick with Spurs and move on to our next topic on this show we've got five mostly because i was out last week and you didn't cover this while i was gone so you need me on this pod i need you five january transfers that we need to discuss all right all right let's do this rapid fire because i need to know is there going to be any fpl significance moving for the foreseeable future moving forward we'll start with the one on spurs Gedson fernandez fpl relevance dave what do you say who is that? It's a guy they signed. Who? You know who he is. Do stop, I? Stop playing dumb. He's not going to have any... any for he any comes over on an 18-month loan from Benfica. Benfica, Dave. No, Benfica's a good club. Yeah. Good say say club. their name right, and, and maybe I'll believe that you believe that. Benfica, Benfica, Benfica. Oh, Getson Carvajalo Fernandez. Oh dear! He will do nothing. He he won't even hardly find the pitch. Brian, do you agree? Uh, no, I, I mean everyone has opportunity now, and so a new signing that is any in any way influenced by Jose Mourinho is is has a chance. I'm not advocating buying him by any means. Okay, at all. So all no. Right. So fantasy relevance, no. But I would. I mean, look. Ryan Sessegnon has to fight for a spot here. Lacelso has to prove his worth here. No, it's all Erickson. Erickson is out. Erickson's gone. Yeah, maybe Lacelso is the man. Yeah, the the question is whether or not Lacelso is the is the guy to fill the shoes, and right. he's been improving. So, but no, what I'm saying is, anyone who anyone who's fresh, 
anyone who's got the legs to and and can prove it. I think Mourinho is going to tinker. He has to. He has no choice. No one's set here except for Deli and Son, yeah. and Lamella, and and, uh, <laughs> and Mora. Lucas Mora, and maybe Lucas Mora, Tanganga, and Arye. Tanganga did not and start this past week, so I don't know. say he, Tanganga. He just needed no, a rest. He did need a rest. Yeah, his baby feet needed to rest. All right, let me bring up a man that you all discussed briefly this last pod, but not seriously. Dave didn't even know his first name. Ignacio Pasetto of Watford. Dave, FPL relevance here. Have you changed on Pasetto? Do you even remember his first name? Of course I remember Ignacio. How can you forget Ignacio Pasetto? Dave's interested in anyone whose last name starts with those four letters. (laughs) That's exactly right. And listen, what is not the love about Pasetto? You don't even know. You're scrambling to look up something (laughs) about him. You have no idea who he is. He scored two fantasy points last week. No, I know. No, he. Look, I, I'm we've not... already said for a while now. Anyone who clears the ball off the line as a defender deserves more <laughs> than nothing. Right, that's right. what Here, they currently get. Here's in the FPL, problem with in FPL Town. He's been playing in defense, but he's listed as a midfielder. I don't want any part of him. Brian, agree? Yeah, I don't. All right. I don't trust any Watford defender. Okay. If I'm going to spend money on a Watford player, it's going to be Ben Ben Foster. Ben Foster. Or Troy Troy Deeney. Even though you just said I don't want any defender, you (laughs) backed that up by... But the I goalkeeper. Want, but I want the goalkeeper. Not the defenders. I'm not talking about Kiko Femenia. I'm not talking about... I'm not talking about Jan Mott Femenia. I was going to say, did you just change that on us? Brian... Brian is... uh, Femenia. Yeah, what's going on It's possible. He said it with conviction. It might not be what we say. Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, I want to go to a guy who started this past game week, although I doubt you think he'll have significance. Lucas Rupp of Norwich. Who? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Brian? <laughs> um, is he a defender? <laughs> <laughs> Keep this train moving. Well right. done. Well right. done. I'm I, moving on. He's I a lo- midfielder. No. But he's played in the last two matches. Okay. Um, I guess what I'm saying, is, the reason why I'm asking that is because what they're in desperate need of is uh, coverage in their defense. destroyed defensive. Uh, nope, roster. they only added to their long list of midfielders. Okay, right. there are two goalkeepers to round this out. Maybe this will interest you more. Darren Randolph of West Ham? No, not because uh... only because Fabianski's back. Fa- uh, Lucas Fabianski will be back. If not for the weekend, he'll be back after the break. Okay. His hip injury was not as serious as they thought, as serious as it looked whenever he immediately left the pitch uh, two weeks ago. So Randolph is just coverage. David Martin, they obviously did not trust enough. They sent Roberto uh, on loan as fast as they possibly could. Uh, worse than Carius. So, I mean, they had to get in somebody else. Darren Randolph was their target, and that's a guy that they trust for their backup. You know it's been a year when four different goalkeepers have decent fantasy points for you? That says something about your season. That says something about West Ham's season. Lastly, not leastly, Pepe Reina, Aston Villa. He's doing something for them back there. And I know I'm a Liverpool guy. Here I am again. He's doing something. I mean, that is so applicable to anyone, anytime, anywhere. He's doing something I back there. I like him in goal for as long as Tom Heaton is out. Well, and Tom Heaton is out 
He's, for a long time. He's done. So, for the rest so, of so, is the guy. So Reyna is the guy. I like him back there. Uh, the problem, and this is where, so now I disagree with the overall uh, system of rating defensive matchups for the rest of the season. Like Bournemouth, they play Bournemouth this weekend. That is not a gray, I'm sorry, at Bournemouth. Bournemouth, period, is not a three. They're struggling. Yes. I'll tell yeah. you I'll tell you what is Beyond that, three. like... What? The amount of clean sheets that Aston Villa's had all year. They're not, yes. That's, that, I would make a bet that they'll have more with Pepe Reina even during a shorter span of time than they did with Tom Heaton. They can tighten up. But what I'm saying is Spurs, at Saints, home to Sheffield, Foxes, Chelsea. I'll, I'll at, take that bet. You'll at, take that bet? Yep. At Newcastle, Wolves, Liverpool, United, Palace, Everton, Arsenal, West Ham. There's not one. There's maybe a three or four matchups the rest of the season for Aston Villa defensively that you look at and say they might be able to hold there. Scott, I will bet you right now that from here on out, Pepe Reina and the Aston Villa defense will not have three clean sheets for the rest of the season, match week 24 and on. So I get three plus. Yes, they have to have more than three. More than three. You have to. You get four. I get three and under. You get four and over. Changing that. We'll we'll put it at three and a half. All right. Let's make it clean. All right. Although Dave, because you said you said it yourself more. I yeah, don't. I did. Okay. All right. I don't think. But it's then if you terrible. were going to give me one, I was going to take it. I was going to say I don't know <laughs> that it's terrible. On two. If they get more than two, you'd have to say. Good on Aston Villa. You deserve to stay up, and Brighton sucks. <laughs> this is not about Brighton. We've almost made this entire pod not about Brighton, which, hey, by the way, Sky Roaches was wonderful. I was going to yeah, say, that's it was amazing. Lovely. It was wonderful. You <laughs> didn't so like good. it? Yeah, yeah, I thought he was like it. it. He loved it. I he loved it. It, it was okay, great. Thank you, it was Sky great. Roaches. Thank you for it was listening. great, not because I agreed, but because you were very clever. <laughs> thank, you for, right. thank you for listening. <laughs> that's our recap of January transfers. By the way, we've got to do this in our, on our next pod because... This week is when the window closes. It's bound to be nuts. It always is when the window's about to close. Dave, for the first time all season, I'm proud to say sports guessing has a losing record. Hey, hold on a second. Before we do... Why? Sp- Why are you proud Why? of this? Because before... Every time. Before we do sports guessing, we have you have to say, as a Liverpool man... I am. What is the deal with Sadio Mane... Is he really hurt, or is he not really hurt? What is your instinct on this, that there is no update as of the time we're recording right now other than he looks likely to miss through the weekend? All right, I have two thoughts on this. Yes. Number one, Liverpool is not obligated to provide an update on Sadio Mane because there is no injury protocol in the Premier League. Yes, that's true, and you're smart. So, honestly... Liverpool should keep everyone guessing as to whether or not Sadio Mane will play. David Moyes should not know whether or not Sadio Mane will play. Make him game plan for two different Liverpool lineups because there's nothing in the rules forcing Liverpool to do anything otherwise until the Premier League changes that. And yes, even though it's benefiting my club potentially for the next couple of weeks, depending on where Sadio Mane's progress is with his potential injury, I do still believe an injury protocol should happen for this very reason. With that said, no news is probably not good news. Okay. If he was going to play and everything was fine, I imagine that talkative Jurgen Klopp would tell us that everything is fine. So if I'm David Moyes, I'm guessing 
everything is probably not fine, and Sadio Mane is probably not going to start. At best, maybe he will be on the bench. By the time you're listening to this podcast, you'll know if I'm right or not. Those are my thoughts. All right, fine. Uh, my my feeling was... I transferred Sadio Mane out. Right. I'll get to that at the end of this pod. Okay. They're just, I mean, Tammy Abraham obviously was a big deal. Jamie Vardy. We finally had a list you know, beyond Marcus Rashford of players who were significant to a lot of lineups. And there's none more important for the, you know, at least until they mathematically secure the title. There's hardly anyone more important to any roster than Sadio Mane. You know what's going to be interesting? What? We're going to be discussing at some point how to handle Liverpool players for the end of the season for fantasy lineups. Yeah, good call. It's going to be a very interesting discussion. We're going to have to see how that goes because there's no motivation to play the starters after they clinch the Absolutely. title. Absolutely. Unless points, you're going for points a points record. record. Yeah, exactly. And, and, uh, and if they haven't lost yet, Scott. That's right. That's exactly right. If they haven't lost yet, that is something to play for. Very true. Mane owner David, yes or no? You are currently. Yeah, and, and what do you and do I you like do you like it or not? So here's the deal: I can't go right to Salah because I Mane for me is only worth twelve zero. I had him and I and from the beginning, and I've had the price rise, but Salah is now up to a twelve five. Yeah. So even though Mane is only at a twelve four, I, you know, because of FPL has dumb, you only get half the rise. Yeah. I'm only at twelve oh. I can't make that move. I hate everything about so money. So I'm just kind of, I'm kind of holding, FPL even though I don't, I, I don't love, it. I don't love it. Like, I, like a better move for me would be to go to Sterling at this okay. point. But I haven't yet. But I'm thinking about it. Scott, you had money. Do you want me to tell you until what I did when? Just before we started recording. What? Yeah. Wow, okay. Well, I didn't look at my lineup till now. Okay. Do you want to know what I did, or do you want to wait yes. till the end of the pod? Well, no, we can wait no. till the end of the pod. But Teaser. I just, just do- but I just want to say that you did own Mane yeah. until today. Correct. And you do not own him anymore. Correct. I beat the price rise, Dave. I had enough money to do it to go you got from so- Mane so- to Salah at to, go to, uh, to get him at 12-4, yes. Yeah, but, listen, pro- I, 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 uh, look. I'm concerned a little bit, even with that. They, if look, money comes back and plays next look, match, you're going to well, be well. Of course, I'm going. Yes, then I'm going to be furious. Yeah, I'm concerned because, but not they, at Jurgen Klopp at the Premier League. Right, absolutely not at Jurgen Klopp. How could you it's be mad just at that Jurgen they Klopp? felt that it? Look, Wolves played out of their minds, and Wolves are really a good team. They are a good team, but yes or no. Liverpool looked like they lost a gear whenever Mane went off. How yes. can you how can you not lose a gear without that guy? True. So like this is a very to me it's a I mean it's clear cut. They play Southampton at home. I mean for the weekend. This I'm obviously not going to get I probably will get a 0. You know, everyone will end with a 1 for Mane after, you know, after the double week. But even with that, even if Mane's in it's still Salah at home where he's been very good playing against Southampton. So to me, it was a, a, a very natural yeah. move. Anyway, I just, wanted right. to, I just wanted to get that out there. All right, can I go it. on to sports guessing now, yes. Brian? All right, Dave. As I started to say before, sports guessing's record is now a losing record. Why thankfully, are you happy about this? Because your guessing should not be better 
than the FPL norms. I'm sorry. That should it's not probably, be the case. All right, I get it. It's fair. All right. You lost in game week 23. I was not here to discuss this. You mentioned it briefly. I think you thought you did better than you did. Possibly because Martinelli, you did well on that one. You did well with Adam Messina and Federico Fernandez. Honestly, why don't you just try to guess the liver uh the uh, newcastle defender who's going to score a goal again lascelles is already in there okay. i'm just all i right. just already put lascelles in all right uh let's get it. to it well, you want to go to the defense right now we'll just keep it in the defense all right no start with a goalkeeper you moron sports sports guess guess guessing all right fine starting with goalkeeper scott <laughs> in your sports guessing team scott this <laughs> week in so sports guessing it's worse every time. It's worse every time. This week, Scott, in sports guessing, uh-huh. I would love to say Adrian, but I'm not going to. Okay. We are, might going, get we are going to go with Guaida. Oh, that's good. All right. Has he been in the sports guessing team before? He I don't must think so. I don't think so. It's going to be impossible to not get someone who's been in the team. Been. Dubrovka's I, been in like seven times, but not tell you quite. What, if Sheffield can't, Crystal can't Palace just, ends nil-nil, that's not going to be a surprise. All right. Uh, defense. Lascelles. Defense. Uh, let's go with Matt Target. All right. All right. Brian's like, I love that. Um, I love the player. It's just a terrible choice. <laughs> <laughs> LaSalle's is already there, right? LaSalle's yep. is already there. Um, let's go with Nathan Ake. Okay. Why are you playing against your own defenders? What? If Bournemouth and Aston Villa ends nil-nil, I might just toss myself off of a, a high table. <laughs> right. I, it would be against protocol to look at the games and then try to pick the players. Brian, what do you think that, is going to This is part uh, of sports guessing. No, hold on. Brian, what do you think is going to happen if you jump off a high table? I may bruise my shoulder. <laughs> okay, all right, very good. Scott, yes, last good. defender, uh-huh. Ainsley Maitland-Niles. I like him. From I Arsenal. want to own him in Why will life. Maitland-Niles play David Smith, Arsenal man? He is playing. Why was he out this past week? Because he had a niggle. <laughs> Move on to the midfielders. Midfielders! You are going to need a bench for this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we always this is why sports guessing is tanking. <laughs> hey, you, you, <laughs> he's he's heckling your sports guessing hey, too. Scott, yeah, Wilfred and Didi. Oh, come on. Come all on. right, all did right. Did you right. finish your defense? <laughs> yes, he did. Yeah, Lascelles. Yeah, Target. Niles, yeah, Matt, Matt Target. Nathan Ake. And Nathan Ake. Yeah, sure, it's great. Okay, that's great. This is an awesome team. This is going to crush. Wilfred Ndidi. Yes, Wilfred, Wilfred Ndidi. Yep. Ndidi right. is back. Pascal Grob. You are right. insane, and I love it. <laughs> he flips on a dime. Um, listen, he probably shouldn't even start, but I'm going to go with Brian's boy, Fornals. I've been wanting oh. to go with him for weeks. Yes. And then I'm going to have to bring hey. in a ringer. We're going to bring in a ringer. One ringer, Scott. He has not been in the team all year. Okay. Adama Traore. Oh, smart. Who's cap? Oh, never mind. Let's go forward. Forward. All right, forwards. You better pick some good people here. <laughs> forwards. No, that's the problem, Brian. You can't try to pick good. Uh, you can only try to pick bad. Um, Weird. Uh, Haller. No, 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 no. Stop, stop, stop. Malpe. 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 Mope. All right. Mal. Mope. 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 And let's go with who is Brian? Who's playing? 
not Joda, Neto. Let's go with I like Neto Pablo with Neto is so good. Okay, so you have picked two way off the beaten path strikers, and I and I admire this boldness. Okay, okay. Lope go. playing at West Ham, I think, is smart. Smart. I okay. All right, let's. So okay, now we need a sub, Brian. We need a sub. It's always smart to go with a midfield sub. Okay, I like this. Midfield sub, let's go with the... Um, Hurry up. Let's go with... Let's go with James Ward-Prowse. Uh, wow. Okay. All right. Who's He's your captain? Sub. Who's your captain? I mean, Brian... Make him your captain. No! Let's go with Jamal Lascelles. James Ward-Prowse <laughs> playing at Anfield. This is awesome. James or uh, Lascelles. Let's go with Lascelles as a All captain. Right. All we right. haven't gone with the defensive captain yet. I'll tell you what, he is due. <laughs> Newcastle can only get one or two goals from their attacking players, and it's all coming from the defense. Why not? Scott, how many times have we said it? If this sports guessing team beats the average, it's just going to be time to quit. But, Brian, out of all the sports guessing teams, I feel like this by far is the worst. This is not great. But, look, <laughs> there have been a lot of not great. Look, they, Newcastle play Norwich at home. There are goals there. Maybe. LaSalle's can jump over. LaSalle's got a header. Can can LaSalle's jump over Grant Hanley? Probably. I think we know the answer to that question. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. All right, Dave. This is a good... I'm I'm excited for this. All right, All right, the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast League. Uh, I want to give love where we haven't given love yet. Downing Young Boys was number one heading into game week 24 for the first time this season. Downing Young Boys? Yep, Kenneth, excellently done. He's riding the TAA Mane and Salah triple for Liverpool. Wow, okay. He lost his first place spot, though, so far through game week 24. Super Frank's 11 back at number one. Game of Thrones back at number two. But things are tight at the top. I was one of the most, uh, well, I was curious about this. I don't want to sound too curious. <laughs> was how the top? Oh, I don't know. Ten in, especially in our mini league. But you know, the, I, I feel like that would be a good reflection of the top, say, ten thousand or whatever. Top, definitely the top hundred thousand. How the top teams would respond to Salah and Mane, since everyone basically already had Mane. If everyone like what the makeup of the uh, Liverpool triple up was going to be, okay. and how many people would actually go Salah and Mane, I was really curious to see that. I'm not going to go look at it. I'm just <laughs> I remain curious. Okay. All right. Well, I love well done. that. Thanks for that waste of a time. Brian. That's absolutely true. You're I welcome. Say, I will say this: <laughs> the top three clubs. That's not true. The top two out of the three had Salah and Mane, and the other one had uh, Mane Firmino. So yeah. And and who had for which one had the Sala Firmino or Mane Firmino? Uh, uh, Super Frank's eleven. Good job. All right, let's talk about what we're planning to do heading into game week twenty five. Obviously, we're going to lose a little bit of this extra match in game week twenty four. Let's look ahead though to game week twenty five over the weekend. Brian, what's your transfer situation? What's your captain pick? So I've already made my one transfer, which was Mane to Sala. Uh, my captain, um, my captain right now, since Sala's coming in, is to just ride that train uh, all the way to. Uh, points station. So hopefully Salah... <laughs> play- That's so dumb. That's so dumb. <laughs> Salah playing at home against Southampton is a very obvious one. Uh, I really do like... We're currently vice captain is on Jack Grealish at Bournemouth. 
I think that's a really uh, smart pick, too. If I had Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang on my team, Aubameyang would uh, be on top of Salah for captaincy. That has been a shoe-in, is Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang scoring goals against Burnley. I love it. I love to hear that as an Arsenal fan. Scott, currently my captain is on Trent Alexander-Arnold. Interesting. Home to Southampton. Yes. Uh, Hot Southampton. I have three city players at Tottenham, and so uh, I don't know what to do with it yet, but right now it is on TAA, home there, and then my vice is on Henderson at Crystal Palace, although I might move that to Martial, so... Uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it yet. Interesting. All right. Although, man. Okay. Brian mentioned the city assets. Like, they stomped Spurs before. Well, just it. The Brown Aguero. Right. I have. uh, That was my transfer move of the week, uh, Scott. I sold Vardy, brought in Aguero. Okay. And so I'm trying to figure out if I want to make another move. I'm going to try to hold on. Is is Tottenham going to score? Are they going to score two goals on three shots against City this time? Not without Harris. Right. Well, I mean, well, I don't hate it without Harris. I, I, I've said. No, I, I know, I, but isn't that when Harris scored the falling down goal? No, that was against Leicester. Oh, okay. In the most, the single most painful match of my viewing experience <laughs> up to this point. That was the sun. Oh, my gosh. I can't even sun. think about it. No, look, they scored, they scored perfectly placed, perfectly timed goals against City, and they did it. They've done it the last... You know, the last few times okay. they played. So, right. Scott, what are you doing? Right now, my captain's on Mo Salah, vice captain on the newly transferred in Jack Grealish. I've made three moves, took a negative four. Okay. Good. I had two free transfers. Yeah, Is that's the aggressive Scott that I we've like been it. missing. I mean, I regret it already, maybe. No way. Now, I, uh, I sent Mane out for Mo Salah. Okay. I sent Martial out for Jack Grealish. Okay. Okay. That gave me the money to be able to send out the injured Jetro Willems, who's been riding the end of my bench for Baldock. All right, back Pete. to two. Well done with Baldock. Sheffield. Good defenders. move. Good move with Baldock. Those were my three transfers for this week. I like my team, even though there's a lot of away matches. But that's if right. Dave, if you were me and you could take a minus eight to turn James Madison into Adama Traore <laughs> and Jamie Vardy into Pierre Emerick Aubameyang, would you do that? Wow. It's tempting, isn't it? Yeah, I'd probably do it. Although, look. Negative eight? Yeah. Giving up giving wow. up Leicester playing Chelsea. I at guess this home. is why I'm bad at FPL, because I would not do that. I, I mean that's a lot of points to give up. It's a I lot of d- points. I don't think I'm going to do that. Because especially because I have Mason Holgate. The Watford Everton, I feel like, is a uh I don't know what to expect from Everton. And nor should anyone else. Okay. There's no way of knowing. All right, fair enough. So, especially after 2-0 into stoppage time and a match that ends 2-2 because of Florian Lejeune. Yes. That's a lot of points to lose all right. uh, from Everton. Dave, we've made it all the way home. Hey, we did it. Fantasy Soccer FC is where you can find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon. We do things on all those, th- all those places. SoundCloud. Well, sure, SoundCloud. It's where you can you can listen to us there. Some people probably do. Some people, a lot of people actually already. Yep, do. absolutely. And uh, obviously uh, on our website, fantasysoccerfc.com. Dave, I have a dream. Tell me. I have a dream that one day 
we will have enough supporters and enough support in general, and someone will find us and like us so much. Yeah. Maybe through one of those social media channels that we will have an hour-long daily weekday show. Hey, I would love it. I have a dream. You got to start somewhere. We're starting right in those social media channels. Find us there <laughs> if you like us enough. And if you if you own some kind of media company and you have an hour that you're willing to give to a crazy, weird yeah. fantasy soccer podcast That's like ours, into their own. just know that we're interested. That's right. I'll, I'll gladly submit our resume somewhere. Just let me know where I can send it. I you're drunk. It. <laughs> That's probably true. That's probably true. Awesome, Scott. Thanks for the Fancy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith. Until next time.